0: Welcome to Belonging Matters podcast series, now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and www.belongingmatters.org. You can email Belonging Matters on info at belongingmatters.org. Episode 9, Getting On With Life, How We Built an Inclusive Life with Alex. Bridget leads the Paradigm Initiative, a small agency based in Auckland that was established in 2011 to walk alongside and assist families in creating and sustaining good lives for their family member with a disability. She has also been actively involved in the disability sector for over 20 years in a variety of roles. The mother of three, her elder son, Alex, has an intellectual disability and with her husband has encouraged his individual autonomy, self-determination and dreams. This has been the result of his family having a lifetime commitment to his full social inclusion and a vision that his life would reflect that of his siblings. In this podcast, Bridget explains how Alex lives in his own home and leads a fulfilling life as a valued member and contributor to his community.
1: In the early 1990s, it was my good fortune to have attended a workshop where the late Marcia Forrest and Jack P. Point presented on inclusion and something that was said has remained with me. The criteria for being included, breathing, With a respirator if you need one. Armed with this little nugget, my husband and I forged ahead with an absolute commitment to making sure that our son Alex was to have a life similar to that of his siblings. Although Alex has Down syndrome, we never let this define who he is. Alex has lived, played and been educated alongside his neighbours and peers. Sounds easy, but rest assured there were times when We had to fight hard to ensure his full inclusion in all aspects of life. As parents, we just wanted him to be treated the same as others, but at the same time asking that some leeway was given to take into account that he has an intellectual disability. What didn't break us made us stronger and even more determined to craft a good life for Alex. Somehow, we managed to remain focused on the long-term vision we held for our family and in particular for Alex. Who wanted Alex to enjoy the things in life his siblings would take for granted, to be independent of us, know and participate in the world around him, walk with his head held high, and become a man with confidence who has an understanding and acceptance of himself. We also meant for Alex to have valued roles, doing whatever it was that had meaning to him. Throughout his life, there are many examples of where Alex has just been another person in the group to where he has been singled out and isolated from the group. If Alex was to have a similar life to his brother, then we had to be very clear and committed to what it was we were wanting for him. Every decision we made from very early in life was going to have an impact on the next decision and ultimately his future. So we were intentional with everything we did with and for Alex. Today, Alex is living a life on his terms. He is reasonably well connected to his local community, is actively involved in his church, plays sport, has a well-established portfolio of work, and most importantly of all, he has a wonderful group of family and friends who love him. Alex's meaning in his life enjoys what he does on a daily basis and feels valued by those around him. When Alex was about 15 years old, it became evident that he was lonely, isolated and struggling to keep up with school, both academically and socially. Our other son was feeling overwhelmed with what he saw going on at school and we were almost always in battle mode. Life was in crisis, so we knew we had to take positive action. Having been introduced to the Circle of Support concept, we decided that this could be a strategy that would work for us. At the very least, we had much to gain and nothing to lose. We quickly became clear on what the purpose for bringing people together in this way was, to ensure Alex was not isolated and lonely at school and that he continued to receive a good education. With the purpose in mind, we then set about bringing people together that we knew who had an understanding of the education system. People who loved and cared about Alex and his family. We wanted people who understood and supported our long-term vision for Alex. The first circle of support was to become known as Alex's champions, which is exactly what they were. They were his champions in his corner and had our back. We were confident that they would keep the vision for Alex alive if we were to die. The people we invited to join us in our journey with Alex were friends, some close, some old. A school principal and a young man who had previously been employed to support Alex and who wanted to stay in his life. No one was paid to be on the circle and they didn't have paid roles in our lives. When Alex was preparing to leave home, this first circle of support was redundant after an eight year commitment. Because the purpose had changed, and it was now very appropriate that young people came together in support of Alex. The young champs have been meeting regularly for nearly two years, and are there to help make life good for Alex and to make sure he does not become isolated and lonely as he forges ahead with his own life. Alex holds a portfolio of work which was put together over about a two year period and was part of the planning that happened once he left school. He was very clear that he wanted a job helping people. He held aspirations to be a bishop and to work in an office like his dad. He wanted to be his own boss. His circle of support was an active part of the process of listening to this, and we all knew it was up to us to make these aspirations into a reality for Alex. Every Thursday, Alex works in the Auckland Catholic Diocese office and has now been there almost six years. Alex is without question a considerable and valuable part of the administration team by his co workers. Over time his co-workers have begun to see past his intellectual disability and now view him as a work colleague who is making a contribution to the running of the office. As parents we found it too hard to go cap in hand and ask around for a job for Alex. We had already done this when we searched for a school so doing it all again was just too much. This is where having the circle of support was tremendously helpful as it was a member of the circle who put their hand up and did the asking. To our delight, this strategy worked, and with confirmation that a role would be created for Alex. He was then interviewed and a start date confirmed. Job coaching needed to be arranged, and it was here that things came unstuck. It was of little surprise to find that the service provider contracted by government was not at all helpful. And it became apparent very quickly that the job coach or the support person was actively keeping Alex separate from his colleagues. It reminded us of the teacher aide who was attached like Velcro on a student. Not a good look when you're a young man wanting to fit into the workplace. We knew something had to change and quickly. So with the support of Alex's manager was decided that we would employ someone that we knew and trusted to work alongside Alex and his employer. This was to help Alex get a good understanding of the role and expectations the employer had of him. We also knew that someone had to be available to answer any questions or concerns the employer had. This person was also there to ensure Alex did a good job, but also that his role grew over time. The aim of course was to make this person redundant but only when we were confident that Alex was doing a good job. His role was very secure and when his employer was confident and held high expectations of him. Working in the Catholic diocese office had a positive spin-off for Alex at his local Catholic church and it seemed that he was viewed somewhat differently and had taken a little bit more seriously by fellow parishioners. Alex had been an altar server for many years and the younger children now looked up to him as a leader and teacher. Really listening to what it was that Alex wanted has been very important as was putting aside personal pride to invite others into our life who would do the asking when we couldn't. Alex has been going to Saito Karate for coming up eight years and, as one would expect, is very well known and respected by his club members. When he first joined, my husband phoned the club and was up front and told the person that answered the phone that our son has Down syndrome and he was very keen to learn karate. Gary was told Alex was most welcome to come and have a look and see if it was right for him. Well, the rest is history. We very intentionally remained in the background. We made sure that he was at as many lessons that we could manage in a week and we checked regularly to see if he wanted to keep going. We also made sure we were available in case there were questions. However, little was asked and they all just got on with teaching Alex Karate. With the same respect, they treated all the other Karate students. Was very heartwarming when I learnt that they were really pushing Alex to achieve and gave him no room to slack off. They had the same expectations of him as they did of the others. I just had to learn to trust them to get on with it, and I did over time. Some of the critical aspects for long term success is that I have found the following have been what has worked for us and critical for long-term success. Number one, having a vision for a good and ordinary life. If we didn't have this, how would we have known what to compromise on? Having a circle of support. Sometimes it's just too hard to do the asking and so liberating when you have the right people to ask for you. I learnt that I had to learn to trust others and that they all do the right thing. Bye Alex. I often reflect on how we have got Alex to where he is now. And I know that one of the reasons is that we asked for help and actively put a circle of support around us when it got very tough. We have had an active circle of support in place for almost 10 years. The circle of support has been the most influential element in making life good for Alex. It was members of a circle who would do the asking. And it was the circle members who kept us focused on the big picture. They didn't let us sweat the small stuff. Including Alex and what people ordinarily take for granted would have not been made possible without a vision for his future and our absolute belief that he belonged alongside his peers, neighbours and friends just because he breathed.
0: You've been listening to the Belonging Matters podcast series. For copies of this and other Belonging Matters programs, please go to belongingmatters.org. The Belonging Matters website features free podcasts, videos, and many other resources to assist people with disabilities and their families to lead ordinary lives in their communities. To contact Belonging Matters, please email info at belongingmatters.org.